Recording live from Studio Chanteau, outside of Detroit, Michigan, you're listening to Scotty Freytown and Tyler Dean, The Outside Blitz! And welcome everybody to The Outside Blitz. I am your host, the fabulous one, Scotty Freytown, along with my co-host, the uh, torrid Tyler Dean. How we doing? Tyler Dean. What's going on, baby? Not too much. Yeah. Not too much. A crazy first day of the draft. Yeah, a couple weeks. We a couple weeks off here. Enjoy yeah, the draft. Yeah, it was longer than we normally would do. Yeah, but... we, well, we got we got, um, we got uh, a big board done, all seven rounds. So we were, we were I was busy working on that. So that's, that's kind of why we, we were taking some time. We needed the holiday. And uh, we're here with the very jaunty Josh Rigsby. Glad to be here once again. Yeah, very Welcome jaunty. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Josh hasn't been around. Since before the season started. Yeah. Season. Yeah, you make me sad, Josh, not coming around. <laughs> make me sad. Um, so here we are. We are uh, post-day one of the draft. Got a lot going on with the draft. We, we got to sit there and enjoy that. I'm a happy camper. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm thrilled. So far, so good out of me. Yeah. I, well, I well, wait a minute. Now you were saying just last night that you weren't going to be happy with the guy yeah. you took. Okay. Well, we'll get to that. No, I would have rather have a receiver, but I, I'm still glad I drafted a receiver. They yeah. they, they, they went their they went their position. They should have gone. So he wasn't the receiver you wanted. No. Okay. I would I would I I have my concerns with. I don't think it's going to be bad, but I I don't think they took the best one. No, I don't think they did either. But I, I digress. Uh, we got some news stories to get to here first. We're we're going to go through that. Um. And and then we'll we'll start getting the draft stuff. We're gonna be start talking about fifth year options. That's gonna be a big one. Um, and and yeah, that, so we have a few resignings as well. Believe it or not, the, I mean mm-hmm. this close to the draft, we had a few of those. We had a few guys get picked up off free agency. Um, and, and we'll we'll get into those guys as well. The first big story though that I wanted to touch base on. Arizona is apparently shopping Josh Rosen now that they've selected Kyler Murray number one overall in the draft. Arizona goes out, shops him. Possible, possibly Miami is the landing spot there. Miami is a big rumor coming out um, to, uh, today, especially after Miami didn't take a quarterback. Yeah, I'm surprised. Surprised that they didn't take a quarterback, but the other thing I'm really surprised about when it comes to Miami is they, they not only they, they don't take the quarterback, but then they um, they take a defensive tackle. Really, that they they kind of didn't need. Well, that, that's just par for the course. Tannehill's never got the help he needed over there, and when they did get help, they traded them away. Yeah. So it's it's kind of par for the course that they're just not going to get what they need to protect their. Uh, they don't got a quarterback, but yes. they had a quarterback. <laughs> they they had one at one point. And and I to me, you had you had Haskins on the board. You know, you had the opportunity to get get after Haskins, and I don't think Haskins. To me, I'm not sold on Haskins. I don't think he's mobile enough. I, no. I I think he stands in the pocket. I think he's slow as crap. But if you look at who the the quarterbacks were on the board, I mean J- Daniel Jones went off the board, you know, before Haskins, which was just mind boggling. That's just you know he laughed at it. So yeah, congratulations. He's probably to, happy to get away from that mess. <laughs> con- congratulations to the Giants for uh, getting Gettleman. I guess is that is that what we're going with at this point? I guess so. <laughs> then. then um, but He's the know, next Matt Millen in yeah, the NFL. Haskins going. It was still on the board. Miami doesn't take him. They still had Drew Locke on the board. Miami didn't take him. Drew Locke right now is slid into the second round. That's another second round slide that that we were all very surprised about. I expected well, him to go. Um, the second round was where he was projected to be a few weeks ago. It was only, only over the last couple of weeks when he started to move up, and then he's always kind of back to where he initially was thought to go. 
about a month ago. Yeah, I mean, we were talking possible number 33, 34 overall pick. I, I can see a number of teams sitting in that, that upper second round getting ready to snag him. I mean, that's that's not a question for me. But I, I'm sitting here just going, why is Drew Locke sliding as much as he is? I think Drew Locke's a good quarterback. I think he's got a he's got a future in the league if he gets it with the right team. I think Drew Locke's the best quarterback in the draft. Really? I do. I, I'm not sold on Kyler Murray. I'm not sold on Kyler Murray either. And I, I think Haskins is a, is a fourth-rounder. Well, I think, he, I think he's garbage. You, I, I don't see Dwayne Haskins as a guy that can read a defense. No. That's my problem. Josh, you and I, we sat there, we watched that Michigan-Ohio State game, and it seemed like neither quarterback could really read a defense. Shea Patterson was just as bad. Yeah. It was, it was not horrible. Worse. It was freaking horrible. So, I mean, we're, we're going to have some fun with, with that one moving into tonight's second round. Um, but Josh Rosen right now getting ready to, to pop probably. I mean, it's it's pretty close. They're going to swing him out to Miami, and I can see that getting ready to to take place. Now, does the I guess question of the day here is, does Josh Rosen survive in Miami? Does he become that franchise quarterback that Miami will expect him to be? No, I don't think so. Not if they don't get some, get him some help. Yeah, he's going to need. I some mean, help if they're there. just going to keep trying to to fix their defense and. Not Focus giving. on that, and <laughs> Josh Rosen's going to fail. I mean, the, the Devontae Parker experiment is basically a big failure at this point. I mean, we can all agree on that. Um, yeah, that that was the the big story uh, that came out. Going into a few others, we, we did have some retirements occur. Um, Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch, finally goes out the door, finally retires for the second time, I guess. Um, he is done. I, I'm not going to miss him. I really don't. His last couple of years have been lackluster. Yeah, I, I'm not going to miss Marshawn. I, I thought his attitude sucked. Maybe it was just my opinion. I just think his attitude stunk. Anyway, I mean, at, at times. Yeah. I mean, he was he was great on the field for, for a couple of years, but I don't think he was that, you know, amazing like they expected him to be. He went he went back home to Oakland, so he was just like, ah, I'll play here. Well, yeah. you know, and then no, I'll just he, right off into the sunset. I really don't. Bad in Buffalo, yeah. you know, came to Seattle. I think I think he was a scheme fit kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he worked really well in the scheme that he was in. Uh, Pete Carroll knew how to really take care of him, but beyond that, it's like, eh, yeah, I don't I don't really buy Marshawn. So he's done. One guy that I do respect though that retired, Jonathan Stewart retires as the Panthers' all time leading rusher. That's awesome. Um, I think he was a, a tremendous tremendous running back for his time. Uh, part of that that dual back system with D'Angelo Williams, mm-hmm. and for a lot of it, he got he was outshadowed. Yeah, everyone talked about D'Angelo Williams, and everyone no one talked about Jonathan Stewart. And Jonathan Stewart was a good back. He came alive late. Um, after D'Angelo kind of made his way out, and the Panthers said, "Hey, nah, we're not going to reside you." You know, we re- I remember Jonathan Stewart coming on really late and doing a really great job for them. Uh, putting up, uh, I mean, thousand yard seasons for a couple of those years. He was something special after, you know, late in his career. When they it's gave like, him his opportunity, yeah, gave him a proper opportunity, and he shined. He shined, and then it, it helped that they got Christian McCaffrey over there to be that uh, change of pace. I was guy. getting ready to say, um, barring some sort of crazy, uh, um, factor, uh, Christian McCaffrey expect to take Stewart's franchise record in rushing yards. Yeah, you think so? In the long, in the long term, yeah, yes. I mean, it, and it really depends on how they start using him. I, I guess that's uh, that's the big thing. You, you got to start using him correctly. This, this draft will tell you what you need to know. Yeah, as far as where they plan to go. Yeah, McCaffrey is, is has been a change of pace guy. He needs to start getting the, the handoffs out of the backfield. Um, another retirement that occurred: linebacker Kyle Emanuel retired after just four seasons in the NFL. He got picked up by the San Diego Chargers. Decides to retire after nobody wanted him. 
So I mean, that goes to show you how bad he was. But one guy I do, I'm going to miss, I, I am going to miss, I do respect the hell out of is Andre Hal. It's Texan safety. He retires. Um, he announced his retirement earlier this week. Uh, that was a big one. So we, we got to see Andre Hal um, going out the door to the Texans. So it was, he, he called it a career. He was solid. He, he wasn't always the best safety out there, but he was a solid safety, Andre Hal was. For, oh, yeah. Uh, for many, many years. So we, we got to see him go out the door. Um, we did have a couple of signings go on, uh, a couple of re-signings. First of all, the Eagles re-sign, and this was a big one for one more year. Timmy Jernigan gets retired by the Eagles. One-year extension. They didn't disclose the uh, the salary, but they do re-sign him. To, yeah, that's, a, that's a good re-signing. That's a big one. They, they needed to, to fortify that line, and uh, Timmy Jernigan sticks around. Um, but right now, the Eagles are also doing some weird things. Right now, you know Nelson Aguilar is on the block. Hmm. Weirdly enough, Nelson Aguilar. Expect to see a possible trade today. Uh, it, it's possible. Um, Aguilar's a good player. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a good slot receiver. I don't understand what would what would possess them to... Especially, I mean, they, they, they let Tate walk as well, which I yeah. mean, understood why they let Tate walk, but at the same time, they're just letting the receivers go. So Yeah, I mean, and to me, Nelson Aguilar, I mean, I, I think Aguilar, when he's on, might be on one, one year deal left. It's about that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about that time he's hitting the end of his his rookie contract here. I liked Aguilar. I think. I mean, when he got picked up, I thought he was a late first rounder. The Eagles took him a lot earlier than I expected, and uh, he he panned out really well for them. Uh, lots of uh, catches, lots of touchdowns. He's a good red zone threat. I mean, he's he's done well for for the Eagles. So surprised that they're putting out here now. One re-signing that happened, and Tyler, I know you're just. Soaking your jockeys over there is uh, Justin Tucker gets re-signed to a four-year, $20 million extension. He's thrilled. the NFL's highest-paid kicker. Um, Absolutely thrilled. And just stretching his denim over there. I mean, he's earned it. But Definitely. No, you got to clean off the chair, Tyler. you got to clean off <laughs> no, your chair. I was I was getting worried. I'll clean at the end. I, I like to bask in it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just... So, I was getting I was getting worried because he was coming into his uh, last year and and cap room was there'd be a concern so I'm, I'm glad they got they took care of it and got out of the way so they don't got to worry about it for at least next four years right right and it's I'll, I'll go I'll come right out and say it I'm not a big fan of paying five million dollars for a kicker yeah but, I, I know you're not but yeah. I will say that I, I do think your Vikings would have a couple Super Bowls if they had a good kicker yeah, that's quite possible it is it so, is quite so possible. There, we still have situations especially this past season especially that it's proven like. Maybe there is something to having a kicker that you can trust because there's been a lot of kicking issues the last couple of years. Right. Especially in Ford Field, which is very surprising. Weird. Weird. Indoor stadium. And uh, kickers just can't make it. Ask Mason Crosby. Yeah, strange. Um, another extension that got signed, Big Ben signs two-year extension, $68 million. He'll be making $34 million a year. Um, so he's signed through 2021. So that puts him just under the massive deal that I'm sure we're about to talk about in a little bit. Russell yes. Wilson just got. Yep, Russell Wilson, uh, and that's that was going. Now, first of all, I'm going to say I don't like the Ben signing for an old quarterback. Um, ben has been very good for the Steelers. Is he worth 34 million dollars? I think people are nuts. Absolutely not, considering the fact he was considering retiring a yeah. year or two ago. Yeah, so. I, I'm I'm not sold on that. Um, we did have, like as you stated. Russell Wilson, $140 million deal, four years, just holy sweet Jesus. What a what a freaking huge contract. I, I don't understand it. Um mm-hmm. I I so I understand how the QB market is developing. I, yeah. I get that. I understand how the, the QB market is going up and up and up. I feel like every quarterback that gets signed to one of these new deals winds up getting this like just a little bit more. 
Just a little bit more. And that, Just and a little bit how, more. And it doesn't, the problem is, is it doesn't matter which quarterback it is. Nope. That's the problem. If you invest in that quarterback and you're saying, well, that's my future, they're like, well, you're going to pay me like I'm your future. Yeah. And, and you know. And they have the upper hand. And, yeah. And every one is just getting a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And eventually we're going to be seeing quarterbacks getting signed to $45 million contracts. And it's going to, it's coming up faster so than we Here's the question. Know. Um, Rogers is making about thirty three. Uh-huh. Would you rather pay? Um, they're they're in their in current state. Russell thirty five or Rogers thirty three. In current state, because uh, Russell or not Russell Rogers, Rogers is I'm, starting I'm Rogers. to to decline. Well, Rogers. Here's the problem I have with Rogers in his current state. Rogers is not only starting to decline, but Rogers is injury prone as all get out right now. Well, I, I mean, the, the the here's the biggest issue with Green Bay. They do not address their biggest. Problem, and that's their offensive line every year. Yeah, my my thing with Russell is, do I think he's worth thirty five million? No, I don't. But at the beginning of last season, every one of us had Seahawks being potential dumpster fire in the NFC, in the NFC West especially. Russell Wilson, with a defense that was aging and falling apart, brought this team back to the playoffs. So in a sense, he's he's working his ass off. He's still younger than Aaron Rodgers as well. Oh, by a lot. Here's my problem with with that issue you know i can't sit here and say that it was russell wilson that brought him back from the depths uh we got to remember guys like chris carson blew up last year. oh yeah absolutely chris carson had himself a year that that i mean nobody thought that that guy was always seems to do just enough to keep their their, their team floating yeah so i I mean mean, i I can't argue with seattle at all yeah Um, 10 a 10 and 6 record i I don't think the qb market needs to be as high as me and you both had them going third maybe fourth in the division so yeah what what they what they did versus the expectation is is incredible right now i i still believe that they're they're in the current state of dumpster fire um, they, they, Russell know, Wilson boasted his best touchdown interception ratio in 2018 and best quarterback rating. Just because he did that doesn't mean that he was the only one that, that brought that. Uh, I understand, but it's his, it's his best career season. You got to get a tough credit. division as well. I mean, wait a minute. It's a tough division. Just Arizona with the Rams. I mean, the, the Rams, the Rams posed the, the biggest threat, threat to him, obviously. But. Arizona and the Niners with no Jimmy G and even with Jimmy G there, they were playing like crap. I mean, I I don't. That's another one. I'd, ra- I'd rather I'd rather give uh, it's Russell also Wilson. who he's throwing against. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole team as a whole. Some of those teams aren't good, but in, you know they have great defenders on their but, teams. But, uh, here's a good one. Who, Would you rather give Russell Wilson thirty five million or Jimmy G thirty? Come on, that's that's a no brainer. Oh, that's, that's, that's Russell all day. Yeah, that's Russell. So, Russell all day. so we got to compare it to that. Russell, like, I I got to make more money than Jimmy Garoppolo, who's played six games. I don't think Garoppolo made thirty, did he? I he think made he, quite a bit. I mean, he had thought he got a twenty deal or something no, like that. No, it's, it's like uh, I'll look. I, I know. I he know. Got Foles, a pretty large deal. I know. Foles I just got twenty two. So that's why I'm like, oh, wait a minute now. Dude, he got a, he got a nice contract. I know he did. Twenty seven and a half. Twenty seven and a half. But still, I'd rather give I'd rather give thirty five to Russell than twenty seven yeah. and a half to a guy who hasn't played a full season. <clears throat> yeah, I I can agree with you on that. I I still don't buy Jimmy G. I haven't for a while. Um, now another extension that got signed and one that I kind of like, uh, giants, they re-sign Sterling Shepard to a four year, $41 million contract. Um, I like Sterling Shepard. Okay. I like Sterling Shepard, but I think Shepard's about to, about to fall into the Randall Cobb curse. Really? Randall Cobb was great when he was able to be number two, but when he, when he had to be number one, well, I don't know about all that. See, well, Cobb had some injury issues. Yeah, he did have some injury issues. I think Cobb he he stepped into a number one role decently, but um, was he was he great? Was he wonderful? Was he and anything you're also incredible? Asking for him to play for a team that doesn't have an offensive line every year. Yeah, that's a good point. 
I mean, I, he's not a deep ball guy. He was always a slot guy. Cobb was. I mean, and he, he needed that. He needed that protection to get across the field on mm, slants. Yep. And, and it, it never, it and never happened. It never, it just never happened. Just about every play, you were seeing Aaron Rodgers getting up, yelling at somebody. Yep. So. I, I think, um, I, I like the Sterling Shepard signing. Four years, forty-one. You sign him for eleven. I think you got a really good receiver on a discount. I think he's a solid number two. Um, Giants going and picking up receivers in the draft. I think that's going to be an exciting thing. You got to know that they're going to go receiver heavy. You got to know it's going to happen. Hope so. I, I would think so. And there's a lot of good receivers going in the second round today. I mean, you still got Debo Samuel on the board. You still got AJ Brown on the board. You still got Paris Campbell on the board. There's still got a Metcalf. Too. You got there's DK. Great receivers. DK Metcalf is a bust. But but you still got to consider him in that list of, I, I of guess. guys. He's he was expected to go top. I mean, 10. they're considering him top top available. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. That's that's um, what I'm at. But I I don't I don't buy him. Um, more extensions. Steven Goskowski, there's another guy. My boy gets signed to a two year, $8.5 million extension. I liked this deal. But back to your, back to your statement about, about high paying kickers. He's still garnering a lot, a lot of salary there. Garnering a lot of salary for a kicker. Um, I'm happy for the Patriots but, though. Right, again, I, I, I support if he, it. If you got he a guy does that, his job, he earns his mm, paycheck. Got, okay. the, I, I'm a, of a firm belief that. The Patriots use a kicker a lot more than the Baltimore Ravens do. I disagree. Uh, Patriots almost always getting touchdowns. They're using their kicker for extra points. I don't know if they're always getting touchdowns. I mean, Goskowski, I don't know. We, we'd have to see the attempts there. I'd have to look at the attempts. I'll, I'll look at last season. Just for reference. I, I mean... Yeah. I'm always hearing about Stephen Goskowski, but anyway, I digress. Um, I, know, I know his. He's I know still his making accuracy, less than Justin. Tucker. I know his yeah, accuracy yeah. Was, was dropped big time this year, though. Goskowski's good. Still making less than, than Justin Tucker. <laughs> well, he should be making less. <laughs> um, more extensions. Um, the my favorite extension of this off season, Adam Thielen, four years, sixty-four million dollar contract, up to seventy-two. Uh, with the incentives, I love this deal. He was the heart and soul of the Vikings offense. He's been the heart and soul of the Vikings offense for a while. This was a brilliant extension. Vikings get both of their receivers. If it ain't broken, you don't fix it. You're right. T- Tucker attempted 39. Goshkowski was 32. Oh, wow. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that the... Because the, the Ravens don't score touchdowns. They get close enough. Uh, yeah, the you Ravens, almost had it there. Ravens have Bring no out offense. your best player. Ravens have no offense. That's right. I forgot about that. They just have Tucker. They need receivers. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah they've got well now they've got one. one. <laughs> well, two. He's five foot nine, one hundred sixty six pounds. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. He's gonna get smacked by somebody, and I can't wait till he runs. Gonna be out. I can't wait till he runs into Vontae's perfect. It's gonna be exciting. Well, who signed perfect? The Raiders. No, he's gonna run into Devin Devin Bush. Oh boy, he's also a dirty little shit. Yeah, yeah, that'll that will happen, <laughs> and I'm excited. Um, another great signing, Patriots. They also resigned the defensive back Patrick Chung to an extension through 2021 for 11 million dollars. Um, so he gets 5.5 a year on that one. Uh, Chung's a good player. He's he's a longtime guy. He's starting to get a little old, but at he's the still same pro- he's time, still productive. Yeah, he produces for them, and and he's one of those um, team captains for the, it's the like Patriots. Like Bobby Harrison. Yeah, yep, that's that's what it is, and and I like this. I like this resetting. I thought it was smart. I'll take it. Yeah, I, I would take it if I was if I was uh, if I was the uh, Patriots. I think this is just a brilliant resigning. And then uh, we we had um, a couple of interesting stories that um, I'm not too thrilled about. One of which I'm not thrilled about. Rob Gronkowski. 
decided to take it upon himself to dent the Lombardi Trophy by using it as a baseball bat. You know what's really funny about it is that Tom Brady was perfectly thought it was funny. He just thought it was okay. I didn't. I, I'm just I mean, like, I know he likes flat footballs. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of the team stood by and let him do it. Yeah, I, I'm amazed by the fact. Well, I don't think everybody thought he was going to do it. We have six. It's all right. Yeah, I, He dents the Lombardi trophy with a baseball, using it as a baseball bat. Um, Rob Gronkowski is a delinquent, disrespectful piece of garbage. I'm just going to come out and say that yeah. first of all. I, I, you don't take the Lombardi Trophy and swing it and use it as a baseball bat. Absolutely not. These are the types of reasons why I'm so friggin' happy that Rob Gronkowski is gone. Because I'm so sick and tired. The Patriots offense now. Yeah, I'm so well, sick and tired of that guy. They got a, they got a tight end now that I think is very underrated. Yeah, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A very cheap deal. Yeah. Very. It's a one year deal. They they did sign him 870k. Um, but I, I, Austin, I, I he's not Gronk. Yeah, he's not. Gronk. Yeah, he's not Gronk. I, I think he's underrated. I think you're absolutely right, but he's not Gronk. No, I agree. And and that's where things get a little terrifying. I want to see how Tom Brady functions without Rob Gronkowski for the first time in a decade. In a decade. Well, I mean, Gronk's been hurt a lot, so we've seen how he functions without Gronk a lot. Sort of. He functions. Won a Super Bowl without him. He functions. Sort of. Won a Super Bowl without him. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Still got him there. He played like five games that season. Missed the entire playoffs. It's five Uh, wins, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Five wins (laughs) that they didn't have. I'd like to see he actually won those games. Yeah, I know. Um, and then we also had um, a number of, of wonderful signings. Are we ready for re- or signing time, Tyler? Are you ready for signings? We were kind of going through signings. I know you always were re-signings. I mean, come on now. Uh, well, we had, first let me let me touch base on these retirements. We also had Chris Johnson. He's set to retire as, as a uh, Titan. CJ two K. He goes out the board or off the board there. Who's that? I know, right? Exactly. Wait, you mean point two K? Point two K. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. And then uh, Zach Miller, tight end for the Bears. He does retire as well. Zach Miller had a good career. He's a good tight he end. He did. I, I, I like I Zach Miller. The injury was really Yeah, just he had an injury bug for the last couple of years he did. Well, he also, I mean, that, that last injury was really bad. Yeah, it was nasty. Um, and and uh, just a, a funny thing, Ryan, Patrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick shows up to uh, off-season workouts fat, and people point it out, and he blames large amounts of birthday cake that he had for the weight gain. <laughs> comes right out and says it. <laughs> you just, this is this is that guy that looked like friggin' Conor McGregor last year. He went from looking like Conor McGregor to looking like Ron Jeremy in in Boondock Saints. No, I'd say probably more like I, I know you haven't seen it yet, but uh, Thor Endgame. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! It was the fucking uh, birthday cake. Oh my Jesus! Um, we did have, uh, we also did have uh, a couple of things. Um, Browns are currently listening to offers for Duke Johnson. Hope everybody's excited for that. Don't get too excited, guys. Ooh. Come on, it's Duke Johnson. You don't like Duke? He's okay. He's he's a great receiving back. Yeah, he's a good receiving back. change of pace guy. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. So Duke Johnson, um, they're, they're fielding offers for him. Morgan Burnett. He gets dumped off by the Steelers. Um, after one season, hmm. gets let go. Good, good safety. I don't understand it. I think he kind of underperformed in in Pittsburgh. Oh, I but, definitely agree. But he did well in Green Bay. He just needs to get back to where he's uh, 
playing I at that Pittsburgh's high level. I think Pittsburgh's on their way uh, on the on the downturn. I okay. hope so. Yeah, Tyler, you I hate this. Ben, team. you know Ben's getting ready to. <clears throat> Yeah, that you know, Tyler's like, well, I hope the Steelers are on the downturn, and then he looks over, and Cleveland's getting ready to kick him right in the balls. Well, yeah, I don't want to worry about both of them. <laughs> I already know I'm going to lose to Cleveland. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I'm so amped. I'm so amped to watch Cleveland. I'm happy for Cleveland. I am. I'm very happy for Cleveland. From um, a football standpoint, I am too, but not from the division standpoint. I'm I'm happy from both because I just get to watch you cry because Cleveland's just beating your ass. Um, it, the Colts. Claimed Derek Kennard, or I'm I'm sorry, I just lost the the headline here. Let let me go back. What a dumbass! You calm down. Uh, Derek Kindred, rather uh, the Colts claimed Derek Kindred off of waivers. Um, this was a good signing. He they get a good good player who got waived. Uh, good defensive back. Good player. Oh yeah, I agree. Good player. Um, Lions signed C.J. Anderson to a one-year, $1.5 million deal. It's a steal. It's a steal. The, the way he was playing at the end with, with Rams, I, I thought he was going to garner a, a lot more than that. He's a monster. My worry is I don't think they're going to use him as much. I think that's – because I think they love you. They love using Theo uh, in passing downs, and I love using carry-on. I just I, – I see them using him. I just hope they don't do it too much, and he doesn't do what he did last year. Here's I, what I saw last year. And here's here's what bothered me. I saw a Detroit Lions team running the ball effectively with one of their players. Yep. And then I saw them get to third down and one, third down and two. And LeGarrette Blunt would come rolling onto the field. Yeah. And LeGarrette Blunt would get crushed and would not be able to get it done. And they expected LeGarrette Blunt to be that big, strong, powerful change of pace back. And he just wasn't. He was supposed to be the savior. And he wasn't. And now, here they are, looking for that change of pace back. And they finally found this big, full-bodied... I mean, let's face back. C.J. Anderson's put on some freaking mass. Watch, he's going to be even bigger this year. Yeah, I mean, he's put... I mean, he, he looks as like... As long as not cheeseburger ready. Yeah, it's, it's like Natron means, man. It's it's what he looks like. He just lowers <laughs> his shoulders. The, the difference between... Eddie Lacy and C.J. Anderson, as C.J. did gain about as much weight as Eddie Lacy did, but C.J. knew how to actually start, actually used it. Yeah. Eddie just started playing the same way he always does. Like, yep, yeah, uh, well. Yeah. He's like, yeah. all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, just going to cram Lacey it down Eddie Lacy was like, Karen Corn! <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, but you get, I like C.J. Anderson. I thought this was a good pickup. You're going to get a good third down back, a good goal line back. You're going to get that guy for $1.5 million a year. And you're going to get away with murder. I mean, that's that's brilliant. And and he's going to be a short yardage guy. I don't think he's going to be a, a big yardage guy. But in the a lot of goal line stuff, right? But then it, you look at what they did last year after uh, your boy went down, and and the Lions didn't have anybody waiting for him. Yep, they didn't have anybody there. And then so think about it like that. You you got to see C.J. Anderson pick up the role that Todd Gurley. Yeah, I, yeah. Which I also think is in trouble this year because Wait, you don't you don't come back from arthritis. That's something that's it's something that I don't want to say you're born with because you're not, but it's it's one of those things that's not really curable, right? And and so C.J. Anderson comes out, he fills that void, and does well in a number one role. He does well. So I'm am I going to sit here and say that C.J. Anderson? No, C.J. Anderson is going to be a huge part of this Lions offense, and the Lions got him on a discount. I think it's another. I think, the addition to him, especially say Theo or Carry On go down, mm-hmm. 
They, if he goes down, that TJ Hawkinson pick makes more sense because they do want to run the ball more. Yeah, and I, I think they are going to want to. Move I up, think Lions end up with with one, with one of the best one-two punch running backs in the league this year with Carryon and CJ. I, th- I feel like that signing was also well. You got to think Theo's on the last year of his deal as well. Mm-hmm. And if so, CJ kills it, I think Theo's. I think out the they door. plan on using Carryon more in, in passing situations anyway. And I think that's mm-hmm. what they're going to try this year. Yeah, especially with how dinged up he got. I think they they're starting to realize that Carryon is the most durable back in the world. That was his problem in college. And that's his problem. Not that's a problem. I mean, it said ever since Barry Sanders, they were looking for the for one guy to come out and do something. The, the NFL's changed. It's good to have a two back system. It's good to have two good two guys that you can you know change change the pace of the game. Anytime. Not only that, you got to have a durable back. Yeah. You got to have a durable. Evan Jones back. was one of them. Yep. You know, oh, he had a great rookie season at over a thousand yards and nothing after that. Yeah, I mean, you got to you got to have a durable running back, and that's yep. a problem. You. A lot of these running backs, they go down, they're not durable. That's why Marshawn Lynch was so good for a little while. For when he was at Seattle, the guy was durable. Yeah. He, he had a you know, he had a good amount of durability there. Um, that's why guys like Ezekiel Elliott are so good. He's durable. Zeke doesn't Steven get hurt. Steven Jackson in his prime? Yeah, Steven Jackson in his prime, sure. Steven Jackson, the latter part of his career was, you know, falling apart there. But you you gotta get guys that are durable. And, and, and the, the guys who end up in, the, in that t- on that top near the top of the list in yards career are, are the guys who were durable for a long period of time. The Ladanian Tomlinsons it's, out it's, there. It's why Gore's still around. Mm-hmm. That's well, and, and Matt Forte. Matt Forte oh, was a yeah. You know, he till was the a very guy, end. Till but, the very end, every year he was getting hurt around the last five years there. But Matt Forte, for the first start part of his career, was a monster. Oh yeah. So I mean, I. I get it. You gotta you gotta have a, a durable running back. The Emmitt Smiths of the world. Look at the look at Thomas's. it this way. Um, who's a better back? Um, in their prime, um, Charles or Gore? Charles was a better like, playmaker, but Charles couldn't stay healthy. He's never, no, he's, never he'll, healthy. He'll never see a Hall of Fame. He's never healthy. But Gore's gonna be a first ballot Hall of Famer because he's he's there every year. He's he's something you can rely on. Reliability he goes a long too. way. Mm-hmm. He's playing this year too. I'm super, I'm amazed he's still playing. I'm amazed I'm he's still out there. The guy. Yeah, I mean. Hell, I mean, go for it, man. Yeah, he's a, he's a backup right now, technically, but you know, hey, but go you, for you it. You know, you can rely on him when he gets out there, right? Now, I, I think he's going to take that role because um, the guy who's he's backing up has been sharply declining. Yes, 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 he has. Now, um, we had another resigning Panthers, and this was a kind of another steal. Type oh, of deal. another big steal. Yeah, I don't, I don't know steal. why New England for that price. New England should have kept him. Uh, Panthers signed Chris Hogan to a one-year, one point four million dollar deal. Um, you get him for for you know, I mean, nickels on the dime. <laughs> that's that's what you get there. Um, he was uh, he's he's not an amazing player. He's not he's not a, a super breakout monster receiver or anything like that. But is he going to complement DJ Moore? Is the question of the day? I think he'll probably be in the slot a lot. Yeah, uh, and. That's it where he depends wasn't on how either. they run their offense. It depends on how they want to run their offense. If they want to run the ball more, they'll give the ball to McCaffrey. If they feel like they can spread the ball around, you know, it's it's going to be cool to see him try. Hogan gets out in these weird outside routes. That's his thing. There's just these occasions where where you you're like, okay, they got nobody to go to, and out of nowhere, here comes Chris Hogan. Well, defenses lose them. Yeah, they lose them. They, they lose don't think about them. Yeah. And and uh, Hogan somehow just pops up and and snags that ball and, out of nowhere. Like I, I remember watching the Super Bowl. Even we we saw a couple of those Chris Hogan catches, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Why, how is this guy getting open? Um, He's and, a healthier Welker, uh, I guess. I mean, it could be the case, but realistically, um, they they got this guy for a steal. And I I mean, kudos to them. 
Uh, one guy that the Patriots didn't get for a steal was Demarius Thomas, one year, $6 million. I used to love Thomas, but for where he's at now and the way he looked bad in Denver and Houston, it's too much. He fell apart. He's done. Yeah, he's, he fell apart. Um, in, in I Denver. actually think he gets cut before the season starts. Really? You're going to go that He's far? He's got a bold prediction already. Yeah, we got hot takes from Tyler over here. <laughs> he gets cut before the season starts. A one-year, $6 million deal. Yeah, they, they didn't give him any bonus, right? No incentive? Uh, I don't know if they gave him a bonus. They probably did. It's Demarius Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> decrepit, he, aging, dying team. Demarius Thomas. He's making the team. He, he, I, I'm with you, Josh. I, I think he's making the team. I don't he's know. not. I mean, this, this is the same Tyler that we talked about, you know, Last year, I don't know how, uh, I mean, I can't remember who it was, but there was, there was a receiver he was on pretty hard last year. Brandon Marshall! I was running Brandon Marshall! <laughs> <laughs> he, he was right on Brandon Marshall. We, we were saying he could be could be doing something special. They they did give him a $150,000 signing bonus. So it, it, he has $150,000 They could eat that. They could eat that, yeah. And and that's my point. is I mean, if, if they deem that he's just not playing as he should, they'll, they'll eat that. If he's productive enough, he's staying. Yeah. I, well, I, I agree I agree with you. I just, I just don't think he's got a step anymore. you got to think. I mean, look at their whole receiving core. It depends on what, the, what they do in the draft. They might draft a receiver. <clears throat> yeah. yeah I, I, Demarius Thomas, I, he wasn't very injury prone. We can say that. Um, he, he wasn't, um, super productive in Denver, but the question comes is, is how much of that was things like Trevor Simeon? Yeah. How much of things of that were were Case Keenum? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the quarterback position was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, he, he declined when he was with, even with, and and, I mean, Jake Butt was the starting tight end last year. Yeah. But you mean to say that, that, um, he couldn't play well with Watson? That's where I am. I think that exposed them. How often do receivers... Watson was on his second year in the NFL. How, how often do receivers come into new systems, brand new systems, in the middle of a season? Because you got to remember, he went over there on the trade that, deadline. That is very true. And, I, and I how, agree how well do they do they excel? We saw Golden Tate last year score one touchdown, and everybody thought he just like was a world beater for scoring one <laughs> touchdown after he came in at the trade deadline. The man caught one freaking touchdown. He's, he's an general. NFL. He's a pro NFL athlete. He's going to be able to score touchdowns. Yeah. The question I, is how many and how productive is he going to be? Yeah, you're you're not going to be productive. He's going to come to the Giants this year, and that's going to be fun to watch. I have yet to see in the last ten years a guy go to a different team in the middle of the trade deadline and be super super productive. No, I, you're 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 right, but I, I'm I'm sticking it, with my bold prediction. It doesn't happen. I'll I'll put, I'll put it to you like this. Anquan Bolden at the end of his end of his career. I mean, he played for Detroit and whatnot at the end of the year. He didn't post amazing numbers, but he showed up when they needed him to. Absolutely, and that's what he'll be used as. Yeah, that's, it, it doesn't become it doesn't become you know. Uh, oh, he's old now. He sucks. <laughs> it becomes how can we use him at the best? Of but his it is also Bill Belichick and Brady we're talking about. If any other team, I'd say okay. He'll he'll, um, he'll probably do just not to make the team. But in, in New England, it's going to be oh, you can't really do this. We're no use to us. We'll find somebody. He's right. not Chad Ochocinco either. They 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 go they <laughs> they drop and add players like it's going on a style. So I I think yeah. they could get sick of his sick of him pretty quick. It just depends on this. Well, I, know, I also I'm, don't think Demaryius Thomas has that bad attitude yeah, no, that a guy I mean, like Ochocinco has. Yeah, I mean, he's always he's always been really good at attitude wise. Mm, yeah. I... He's going to make the team. I think think he makes the team, and if he blows up this year, expect him to get a four-year, five-year extension or a deal elsewhere. uh, I think the Nikhil Harry pick was also like, okay, this is what we're going to try. Yeah, the Nikhil Harry pick, what what I think that is, you know what I think that is, is I think that's their safety net. 
Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, hey, Chris Hogan's out the door. Let's pick up Demaryius Thomas. Uh, you know what? Let's get Nikhil Harry just to be Let's safe. get this rookie receiver in with, with some great, you know, pass. Mm-hmm. Some upside. Learn, yeah. you know. And, and that's what, what they're going to be looking at. Um, we also had uh, the Falcons sign defensive tackle Tyler Davidson to a one-year 895K deal. See, I like this deal for the price. It's a depth move. Um, the guy isn't a splash player or anything like that. Davidson is, has relatively been pretty quiet throughout his career. He's a good backup, though. One guy they did sign, though, that I thought was a splash player um, by the Falcons. One year, $4 million, Adrian Claiborne gets signed by the Falcons. Um, I love this signing. Adrian Claiborne's a great player. I, I agree. He's been a great player. and For $4 million, you're going to get a guy um, that's going to do some work for a, a discount. Basically, I mean that's that's a big discount. I love I love seeing a, a good name with a decent price attached to it. Just shows you they're out there to play football. They're out there to win. Yep. They're not out there looking for something heavy and to to fill their pockets when they already pockets are about as filled as they can get. Yep. Now one guy that that's going to be getting his pockets filled this year by the Falcons is Grady Jarrett. He signs his franchise tag tender fifteen point two million dollars. Grady Jarrett gets. Monster contract for a one-year franchise. Let's tag. See if he's worth it. Yeah, I, that, that's the question of the day: Is he worth it? And also, just announced Falcons making more moves. JJ Wilcox signed on a one-year deal. The financials weren't disclosed, but uh, he gets a one-year contract he's as a well. Guy. Yeah, he's a good backup guy. Wilcox, he he, he has started in this league before, yep, plenty of times. Was. Yeah, he's he's a good player. Uh, question comes in: Is is what role they're going to use him in? I think he's still relatively. Young, I mean, mm-hmm. he's like twenty-eight. Yeah, and the, the Falcons, they they need about as much defensive help as they can get. I mean, really, if you if you look at the Falcons for the last, I mean, how long has it been now? What ten years? The Falcons haven't had a viable defense. It's always been their yeah. offense has been pretty. Strong. Yeah, their offense has always been just monumental. We were always we always heard about the Roddy Whites and the Julio Jones and the and now the, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, the Calvin Ridleys and the Deontay Foremans and all this other stuff, and now here we are. You know, we're, what what is Atlanta doing with their defense? And they still haven't shored up their defense in a way that we expected them to. And if you look at what they're doing, they're just snagging as many defensive guys as they can. They also re-signed Rasheed Hagman to a one-year deal. Uh, it's just, I'm glad they're re-signing players to good discounted contracts. But, you know, if you look at what they're doing, they're taking these defensive players and they're taking what – like they're top-notch backups. You know what I'm saying? Hagman's a top-notch backup that you can put in on your line. So, I mean, I like it. If a guy goes down, they're going to have somebody there, and they're going to have a guy that's, Always that's good a, to add some depth. Yeah, and, and their depth is, is solid right now. Another uh, Tyler, you're going to have to fill me in on him because I really haven't looked into him very much, but Brent Urban, the former Ravens defensive end, he did sign a one-year deal, salary not yet released, signs on with the Titans. Um... See, the problem is the number's not released, so it's hard to say if it's good or bad. Former fourth-round guy. Um, he, he's had some injury bugs kind of following him, um, he, and he also underperformed a little bit. The thing is, is he is massive. Yeah, he's a big he's boy. He's massive, and, and that's, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of size you want at that position. But um, the, the underperformance and the injuries, I, 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 I'm not upset that Ravens let him walk, but um, he's still young, and he's a guy who can pick it up. If you can, if you can teach him the skill he needs, that's the type of size guy, could be really good. 
I like to see what Tennessee gave him dollar wise, but one year deal that's a good that's a good little prove it deal is what it looks like. I'm yeah. sure it's yeah. not much. I'm sure it's no. I'm sure it's not much. It shouldn't be. Well, least. yeah, and I think the Ravens they they picked up his fifth year option last year, so he's had five years in the league at this point. His fifth year option wasn't too pricey, especially because he was a fourth yeah, rounder. Because so. and he was a he was a backup for for most of it until uh, he started last year. Right. I, I don't know if he'll get a start with the Titans, but you're going to see whether or not he can. I mean, I I think he'd be. He could possibly be worth something to the to the Titans moving forward. Good depth move. Uh, if they get him on a cheap little contract, good for him. That's a winner. Um, now, uh, one guy that is uh, currently not happy in his situation, weirdly enough, Robbie Gold from the 49ers, the kicker. He is not happy with the 49ers and has requested a trade from the team. To the Bears? <laughs> back home <laughs> oh my god he would be a better fit um yeah Rob, robbie gold uh he um he wants his to be moved out of there and and i'm actually pretty stoked about that i think robbie gold is a good kicker and, and you know what if the vikings went out there and reached out to robbie gold and said hey why don't you come on over i wouldn't be i mean it's better than blair yeah i know well <laughs> where, where do you kick it over there huh? <laughs> Yeah, Jesus Christ. Too. It's off to the left there. Double donk. The Jesus, the double donk. Really? Were we still talking about the double donk? Well, yeah, because Gold's going to go back to Bears and, and save them from their uh, kicking woes. Yeah. If I, I, I see, Don't you freaking do it. Drafted Blake Murphy, or Blake Murphy, is it, is it Blake Murphy? Blake Murphy, cornerback. The corner? corner? Yeah. Oh, Byron Murphy. Bur- yeah, that's Byron. Byron, Byron Murphy. Byron. And then uh, the, the Colts with the second pick took Rocky Asin. Oh, Rocky Asin. Eh, Yasin's okay. Yeah. He's okay. I'm, I'm not completely, I'm more sold on Murphy than I am on, on Yasin. Um, I think everybody is. Yeah, ya- well, Yasin, he's a, he's a total athlete. So he's, he's a more athletic guy of the bunch. But uh, Byron Murphy is—he's um, the better coverage corner. So I mean, that's—I liked Murphy a lot better. I thought Murphy should have gone in the first round. There's a few guys that that should have gone in the first round that I'm surprised didn't go. So I mean, that's that's interesting. Yasin, I'm not really sold on him. I'm glad he went elsewhere. Um, we also had a few other things going on. We had a, another uh, situation. Chris Harris, the Broncos corner, requests a new contract or to be traded. He hasn't attended the offseason workouts. He is a potential holdout as it stands right now with the Broncos. Let him walk. Chris Harris? I mean, they're Good they're, they're rebuilding anyway. If you, you don't want to keep you got, you got to get rid of the cancer if they're going to they're going to just be um pissy and holding out. I I'm not big on the holding out. I'm thing. I'm not big on the holding out thing either, but he's a good you player. You signed the deal play. Yeah, you play you play ball. I agree. I you know, but that's what it is. I mean, if I you, mean, it's easy for us to say when we're over here making, you know, Less than them. Yeah. Is that what but we're going to call it? But at, the same, <laughs> but at the same time. The yeah. millions you're giving me isn't enough. Yeah. I'm holding out. I'm holding out. Um, I'm worth more at 31 years old. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing. Um, now, we had uh, also the we, we had some Gerald McCoy doing the same thing, skipping, skipping the offseason workouts. He's a possible holdout heading to the 2019 season. He's in a contract year. Um, Bruce Arians said, well, whatever McCoy wants to do, he's going to do, and whatever the case may be. And Bruce Arians also said um, that you should you should draft for best available, ignore need. Yeah, I think I think Bruce Arians is high, and uh, whatever he's smoking, I mean, he's if he could send some our way. For a reason. 
Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what we're doing there. Um, and we also saw a couple of trades go on. Um, the Browns traded defensive end Emmanuel Agba to the Chiefs for safety Eric Murray, which I thought was a good choice, actually. Yeah. They needed a safety. Smart move. Um, Murray is a good good safety. Um, Agba was, wasn't really necessary for the Browns at this point with all the defensive line help that they've picked yeah. up in the last yeah. year. Um, and, and they got something for him. And I, I, I mean, the Browns making moves. I gotta say, I love what the Browns are doing. I'm excited to watch them. Yeah. Um, they're, they're just, I am and I'm not, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to watch them. They're just making moves. They are arguably right now, the most exciting team in football. Yes. And, and it's, it's getting scary. Um, we also had the Seahawks. They traded Frank Clark to the chiefs. They moved back up into the first round, uh, last night. Um, with that move and had back-to-back picks in the 20s. Uh, that was an a- exciting move there, and they went and used it to pick up Montez Sweat to, to take the place of Clark. So, I mean, they get, they get you know, a guy on a discount, really. Uh, Montez Sweat doing the sweaty slide all the way down to the 20s there. And, uh, and oh, oh, well, we... We have some some more fun you don't, fun you don't stuff need to hit the button. You don't you don't need to hit the button. So that's going on. Uh Juwan Taylor goes round two pick three. And and I'm just gonna keep doing this all night now. Uh Josh, you're just giving me all the ammunition I need. I appreciate you. And Tyler's if looks could kill. Um, but uh, so they, they wound up taking Montez Sweat on what I like to call the sweaty slide. Um, and we had some fifth-year options picked up, gentlemen. Some fifth-year options that got picked yeah, I'm up. Not, I'm not picking up my fifth-year option with Josh. <laughs> You're pissed off now. Um, Are you sure? Yep. I got some breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got some fifth-year options getting picked up. Um, so, uh, Jared Goff's fifth year option got picked up by the Rams, which was awesome. Um, yep. We had, uh, Joey Bosa defensive end, the chargers. He got his fifth year option picked up Ezekiel Elliott, uh, running back for the Cowboys. They said they're going to pick up his fifth year option, even though he's only in his third year. (laughs) They said we're picking up his fifth year option. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, his gets his fifth year option picked up. Ronnie Stanley from the Ravens, the offensive tackle. They picked up his fifth year, uh, DeForest Buckner. Defensive end from the 49ers, they picked up his fifth-year option. Vernon Hargraves, the corner from the Bucks, they did his. Sheldon Rankins, from the defensive, the defensive tackle from the Saints, he had his fifth-year option picked up. Keanu Neal, the safety from the Falcons, got his picked up. And William Jackson from the Bengals, a corner who I love, Got his fifth year option picked up as so well. So you just you just found out that Elliot's getting his fifth year option. Um, don't don't, don't you remember on the draft night when he first got drafted? The commissioner's like with the whatever pick of the NFL draft, the Cowboys select Ezekiel Elliott, and they're already claiming his fifth year option. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they're already doing it. Um, and so we're gonna take a quick break right here. And when we get back, we're going to talk about other guys that have their fifth-year options on the table. We're going to go through that, and we're going to play a little game of thumbs up, thumbs Hold up. Hold on, I got some breaking news. Oh, wait, we got breaking news? I'm just kidding. He's fucked. What? <laughs> we're going to break. So <laughs> that sets off. Oh, well, I appreciate you. Well, so uh, with that, we're going we're gonna to do our, our fifth-year option, thumbs-up, thumbs-down game. We're going to go into that. We're going to talk about draft stuff. Um, we're going we're gonna to be talking about the biggest, the five big donkeys of the – because every year somebody winds up looking like a donkey after the first round of the NFL draft. Josh. It, wait. 
Wait, Josh winds up looking like a donkey? Yeah, you both are donkeys. Oh, come on. You love it. I'm, I'm actually not going to take my uh, second Tyler will not take a section. <laughs> so with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. We'll do thumbs up, thumbs down when we get back. We're also going to talk a little bit more about the draft. So we'll be right back right here on the Outside Blitz. At It's Your Time Massage, you get all the benefits of one of the larger massage chain parlors, but in a more intimate and personal setting. With four years' experience, massage therapist and owner Amanda Yata's goal is to help people in a natural way, offering Swedish deep tissue, pregnancy, aromatherapy, and sports massages. You will feel better and have more energy in just one hour. It's Your Time Massage is offered in-home, Amanda's or yours. With the rates ranging from $55 to $130, you get professional quality at an affordable rate. Contact Amanda today at 313-686-4347 or online at iytmassage.com. It's your time massage, a natural way to improve your well-being. Headset still off because I'm not listening to that goddamn sound anymore. What the? But I do have my co-host Scotty Freytown and guest host Josh Rigsby. I'm afraid I've got some breaking news. <laughs> He's gonna slam that gavel down. <laughs> oh my lord! So um, we have uh, let's talk fifth year options, guys. We're gonna be going into that. We're gonna be playing a game called thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm going to give you um, an option of a player that is on a fifth year option that they, they have. You have to either pick up their fifth year option as a thumbs up. If you don't want their fifth year option. Thumbs down, um, and and I'm going to name off these players, and you got to tell me whether or not you want them, and why. Okay. Oh yeah, and I'm going to make this really intense. We're going to make it really, really intense. Tyler really hates sound. <laughs> he hates sound effects. <laughs> Just breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tyler. God, this is really intense, isn't it? It's intense stuff. <laughs> so, we're not supposed to use sound effects on the side of, of post edit. You know this. But I like that. Alright, Tyler. So, here we go. Fifth year option Tyler, Josh, Carson Wentz, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you pick up his fifth year option? And we got to bear in mind Carson Wentz has been hurt. Pretty recently. So, um, so, here's, so yes, it's, it's an obvious yes, but you got to bench it. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so you, and, and Josh, you? It's, it's a yes. It's a yes. 
Now, I'm going to also say yes, but if Carson Wentz goes down this year one more time, I'm drafting I agree. I think you wait on that fifth-year option. You almost have to wait to, to do it. If he gets hurt. I think that's why they haven't done it. Yeah, that's a possibility. But, I mean, if he gets hurt, then I'm, I'm whatever. Um, next up, Jack Conklin, the offensive tackle for the Titans. You have to. You got you got you got to protect your franchise quarterbacks at this point. That's <laughs> too many. Conklin is a good tackle, and he's really the, he's really the major the glue holding that line together. I think you have to keep Conklin. If you're going to do franchise quarterback, Tannehill's better. Yeah, but we're here being crazy people for playing silly sounds. Tyler's the one calling Ryan Tannehill. Franchise court. He's yeah. better than Mario. Uh, I don't know. Tannehill's never had the weapons that he for one of the seasons they traded trade away his best. Jarvis Landry had He had enough weapons. Traded. Mark Landry was traded for a year or two, and so was the Giants. Okay, and they never do anything. But, but I will play devil's advocate here. Marcus Mariota has not had weapons worth a shit for his entire career so far. You, you want to tell me Kenny Britt was a weapon? When, when did I take the playoffs? Last year. Like, they Last just, year. They just made the playoffs. Go back their way in. And they, they, didn't, they didn't have any weapons. You know, they missed the playoffs. This guy. This guy. They, they, they missed the playoffs. I was right. They haven't made the playoffs. No, they made it. They, 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 no, they, they lost the last game of the season. They, they lost last season. They missed out last season, but the season before. They yeah, made. okay. The season before, they did make it. Now, I mean, but still... Even two seasons ago, Mariota did not have weapons. He hasn't had weapons. I think Ryan Tannehill's crap. I, now, as far as this Jack Conklin, Con, uh, Jack, Jack Conklin situation goes, there we go. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Jack Conklin um, is going to be a yes for me, but the price tag is going to be questionable. I like Jack Conklin. I think the the. Titans have themselves a really, really solid offensive line. I disagree that Jack Conklin is the glue that keeps it together. I think it's more Taylor Luan than anybody. But Luan too for sure. But you don't want to have just one good guy. You to go. Right, and they I mean they they they've got a few good guys on that team. But if I'm taking anybody and, and I'm taking I'm taking Conklin here, then I'm gonna want to I'm going to wonder whether or not I'm going to pay that he's, guy. He's going to want a lot. Yeah, and, and I don't know if I'm going to want to pay Jack Conklin $10 million a year to play guard. You know, I, I'm not going to want him to do that. So, I mean, he, does he have that versatility? Yes. Is he worth that money? I mean, I guess you wait on Yeah, you, you might have to. You might have to see if he performs. Now, <clears throat> next up, Leonard Floyd, linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Do you pick up his fifth-year option, Tyler? Sure, Josh. I, I, I will chime in right away and put it out of the room, so I'll have to Leonard Floyd, I'd say so. They're on to some pretty good defensive plays that you've got in the fall. So, I mean, I don't think it's a bad, thing, a bad, a bad decision on that. Right. Um, I feel like uh, he's definitely helped, so. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Floyd is one of those players... Um, I, I think Leonard Floyd is is a uh, is he a game changer? Is he a Mac? No. Is he a Trevathan? No. But does he play the role well, and does he fit well in that Chicago defense? 
absolutely. Yes. And and that's where. And, and am I picking up his fifth year option? Yes. Is the price tag? That's the question of the day. Is the price tag? Um, but I think you pick up that fifth year option. You do. Uh, yeah, you, you do. It, the, the Bears are a building team. You can't, you can't let the defense go 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 to shame. You gotta you gotta keep it going. Right. No, it is a big part of that. Now here's a guy. Here's a guy. <laughs> you like that? Um, so next up is Carl Joseph. Now with Carl Joseph, you get a guy who is he was a first rounder in 2016, the 2016 draft. He's going into his third year. They're discussing whether or not they're going to pick up his fifth year option. Um, he's got an attitude problem. We know that. Him and John Gruden are not pals. We're, we're figuring that one out pretty quick. Him and John Gruden, not exactly friends. Um, so is the question, should they or will they? <laughs> should they? Well, if you were the general manager of the Oakland Raiders or Vegas Raiders or Los Angeles Raiders or whatever the hell they're calling themselves these days, would you pick up the option on Carl Joseph? If I was the GM, yes, I would. I think I think it's a good safety. And they, they lost so many pieces. They got they got they got to, they got to keep building somewhere and not just keep letting people out the door. Right, right. And it's gonna stop eventually because eventually, if you keep letting these guys go, the team's gonna think, well, there's no there's no job security here. Right, right, right. And it's the same problem with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Carl Joseph. Um, I think he's worth picking up the fifth year option, but he's got to keep his attitude going. He's got to he's got to be in a, in a positive mood. He's not gonna play well unless he's in a positive, in a good place. He's got to. He's got to get. He's got to fix his temper problem. He's gonna last. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, him and Gruden need to start getting along a little bit better. Josh, Carl Joseph. Uh, I think Tyler pretty much hit that one there. Uh, pretty good. As, as far as what I was gonna say is, so, uh, he's a good safety. Yeah. He definitely got to stop. I mean, everybody, everybody's on this. Seems like everybody. The Giants. Everybody just just letting people go. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's been productive. And it's working. I mean, it was working well, and then uh, for some reason they traded him back instead of giving him the money that he wanted. Um, but yeah, I mean, at this point, you got to keep what, what was working and try to build. Right. Next up, Artie Burns, corner from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Artie Burns coming off a down year. Everybody's already saying that he's a possible failed experiment here. Do you pick up the option on Artie Burns, Tyler? I say no. I think uh, I mean uh, he's playing okay. He's not, he's not living up to the standard he should have been. But I think if you go to sign him eventually, he's, he's going to garner a lot more than he's actually worth. He did get benched last year. Yeah, you gotta bear that in mind. He did get benched last year. And he got benched on, a, on an already um, narrow secondary for the Steelers. Right. At that, I I don't I I think that the rumor not rumor the, the statement that um it's a field experiment is accurate. Yeah. Josh, Artie Burns. Uh, I don't pick it up. Uh, I mean, if you're calling him a failed experiment, that's, that tells you what you need to know. Right. Now, um, going to the Packers, Kenny Clark, defensive tackle for the Packers, do you pick up his fifth-year option? Um, I do. I mean, he's, he's productive. He's a great player. Um, and, I mean, you've been spending all this time fixing your defense and, uh, Specifically in the corners and uh, linebackers' position, usually. But um, 
that's what you want your team to do based on is you can come back your defenses against you, against you do. But you better start doing something to fix the rest of your team. Right. I think you do too. The, the defense was, again, um, very bad, but you can't blame the, the defense's total package being bad on one guy who's actually doing really well. So you, you got to keep and keep building that defense up. I mean, because you have to start somewhere and you, and you start there. Yes. I agree with you. I think Kenny Clark, he's, he's the, as it stands now, with Matthews going out the door, Clark has become the heart and soul of the uh, the Packers' defense. If I'm the Green Bay Packers, I'm bringing him back for another year. The guy's a beast. He knows how to break it, kind of really collapse the pocket. He's great up front. I like him a lot. Um, he's going to be kind of a cornerstone piece if the Packers can fix their defense moving forward. Um, <clears throat> here's an interesting one. Josh Doxson. Washington Redskins wide receiver, do you take his fifth-year option? That's a toughie. I say no. Why? I, I think he's underperformed, and especially in a team where he had the chance to excel because they haven't really had a true number one great talent guy, and I, I just don't think Doxon's playing as well, played as well as he should have. And I, I think that there's better options out there, too, that you can get for the same price tag. That's fair. I agree. Especially not right now. I mean, if he comes out this year and has a great season, as of right now. I think Doxson is a, he's got a very low ceiling. I think he's the kind of guy that winds up, you know, very tops. He'll be a second overall receiver for that team. Doxson's the kind of guy I can see ending up in New England. Yes. But I, I think honestly, I, I think he, I think his ceiling is, is very low. I think he he hits that glass ceiling when he's when he's uh, a number two receiver. I don't think he ever really breaks through it and becomes that monster guy that, that they expected him to be over there in Washington. Um, has he played above their expectations? I think so because nobody expected Josh Doxson to be something special. But um, above a wide receiver two. I don't think he's there. He's done his job at this point. Right. And that's kind of where we're at with him. He's done his job, but is he, you know, an amazing player worth giving him big money? Uh, now, uh, next up, we got Ryan Kelly, the center for the Colts. Josh. Ryan Kelly. Um, I guess I guess so. I mean, I guess it depends on me and my for one, they they did well. I mean, they obviously showed us the promise. They fixed that old line. Yeah. yeah. And, and if if uh, if your if your team's playing as well as they were, and, and obviously getting better, you gotta keep keep rolling and stick it out. Give them the fifth year option. I see where it goes. I think you do. Um, even though I believe that Quentin Nelson's the re- big reason why this team has done very well and turned it around, without a doubt. Um, you, 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 but you can't um, at the end of the day. Like, oh well, we got Quentin Nelson, so who cares the other four? You got you got to give him some help, and and then he's still a good lineman. I, and and uh, you, you see what happens when Luck has help and doesn't have help. When he has the support, Luck and being a card carrying member of the Andrew Luck Club, Luck can be one of, if not the best quarterback in this league on his best day. I, I think Ryan Kelly was one of those underrated centers in this league this past year. A lot of times you can hear about offense, certain offensive linemen that are so good that don't get enough credit for the things that they do. Um, you know, we, we saw it for a couple of years with, with Pat Elfline there in Minnesota. We got to see it, um, you know, with Philadelphia a lot of times. Timmy Jernigan doesn't get a lot of credit. 
You know, we, we see players like that. We see a guy like Lane Johnson over there in Philadelphia. He doesn't get a lot of credit. I love Lane Johnson. That guy doesn't get any credit for the job he does. He works super hard. It's funny because a lot of that credit goes to Jason Peters. Yep. But you see a guy like Lane Johnson, who's one of the arguably one of the best tackles in this league. And and I feel like Ryan Kelly's one of those guys. Everybody talks about Quentin, Quentin Nelson. I think Quentin Nelson was a big, big factor in the Colts fixing this line. But I think Ryan Kelly was another big, big factor um, in shoring, them shoring up that interior part of their offensive line. Um, I like Ryan Kelly. I would extend him. Um, it's like Josh said. I would, I would. It depends on the price tag, but I would extend. Um, here's a nice one right here. Jermaine Effetti, the offensive tackle for the Seahawks. Um, we got to remember this guy. He was a, a third round selection. I think he really wasn't supposed to be a starter at, at some point. He became a starter. Um, he got he got moved up and, and performed well enough to be a starter. Do you pick up his fifth year option at this point? He, he's played well. He's, he's exceeded a lot of expectations. I, I, th- I think you do. I think you, I think you think you're option. I think you're, you're going to still be able to get him on a, on a pretty uh, reasonable deal. And that's my thing. The, the fifth year deal, you extend him, he's still going to be relatively cheap. You know, you're, you're not going to be going to be giving him. I, I think you uh, extend him and you you um, pay him a long term contract before the, he actually plays the fifth year before he blows up even more and uh, garners even more money. Right. right. That's that's the big thing about him. Josh, Jermaine Effetti. Um, I guess, I mean, I guess you do. I mean, if, if he's, uh, I mean, if he's, I mean, for, for, the, for this kind of thing, for me, it's, it's always like, I mean, if he's producing, and if he's progressing in that area, obviously he's doing his job. Right. It always comes down to the price tag, what these guys want or what they expect. Or, for me, that's just the, that's the big and other positions don't normally come into play when it comes to this kind of stuff, but you just got done paying your quarterback a shit ton of money. Yes, you did. You need to protect him. Yep. So I think that, I think, pay, it's it's weird. I think the more you pay your quarterback, the more the value of your old line comes up. Yeah, that's that's the big problem. That's the point it yeah. And a lot of linemen don't get paid. They, they no. don't. They don't. Now, um, you got some teams, well, most teams where all five year starters are they combine less salary than the starting quarterback. Yep, absolutely. Now, one guy that um, now he's coming off an ACL tear. We got to remember that. Um, but he's on. He, we're, we're discussing his fifth year option. Wide receiver Will Fuller from the Houston Texans. Josh, go pay him it. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do. Pay the man. He showed so much promise, and uh, what's, what's good is you know he can he can come back and uh, off an injury and he can. Uh, see, see if he can get out there and get the offense rolling with him, and see if he can become the big, the big, uh, the big deal. He, he was blowing up before he got hurt. Um, you, you pay this guy too much. You get him on a long-term deal because I promise there's 30, 3,100 teams that will. Yes. Oh, for sure. There's definitely 31 teams. That will. Um, <clears throat> now here's a, a, a fun one. Laquan Treadwell. Can I go no. first? <laughs> Do it. They should have done his third-year option. <laughs> We've talked about this for a couple years now. He's been he's been bad every year, and we talk like, well, they should probably let him walk, and then, then the Vikings go, well, we'll give him one more year. And well, he like, has the one good game of like great game season, then back to where he goes. You know, the problem with the dumpster. The problem with Laquan is he 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 was a bust. They they knew he was a bust, but you couldn't drop him because you picked him up in the first round. And you would be taking such a big cap hit for dumping him. 
You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, so do you want to take the cap hit for the player to not play on your team? It's, it, it becomes a really bad situation. I'm sure this would be the good things about him. Yes. Yeah, and then I... He's a human. He breathes. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, I think... He is still... He is still alive. Yeah, I, I think Treadwell goes out the door. I don't I don't think he is an NFL caliber talent. Um, I, I think... I, you don't exercise that fifth-year option. You send him out the door and call him a day. He's, he's going bye-bye. <clears throat> yeah, he, he's done. Um, for the Panthers, defensive tackle Vernon Butler. Do you exercise his fifth-year option? Tyler. I do. I think you do. Uh, the Panthers' defense hasn't been as good as it has in recent years, but it's still there, and he's a, he's a big part of that. Um, but I think you definitely do, and, he's, and I, I don't think he's going to garner anything outrageous in cost. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be it'll, 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 it'll be healthy. Yeah, it's going to be a healthy contract, but it's, you're not you're not talking anything like uh, through the roof. No. Um, but I think I think he's a he's a very good defensive tackle. Yeah, I believe I believe he gets it. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going to be anything too explosive contract-wise either, so I think it's, it's going to be uh, For the Jets, linebacker Darren Lee, you pick up his fifth-year option. To me, no. 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 I, I think, honestly, this team needs to switch from 4-3-4 to 4-3-4. Yeah. Um, as much time as they spend revamping their linebackers and their, defense, their defensive line, oh, yeah, they're a 4 3 football team. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I think you don't. And you, I mean, he's been there for a few years. He's been decent. He's, he was a first round pick, but yes, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, he hasn't he hasn't been a, a, a beast. And I think I think I think they could do better. But I think this kind of goes back a little bit to uh, Rex Ryan. Um, obviously, um, as a former Ravens coordinator, I. I Love what Rex Ryan does on, on a defense. I think we both agree with me that he's a great D coordinator. Absolutely. But I think what he's a little delusional on, and, and I think he kind of got exposed in Jets, even though, because even his defense in Jets wasn't stellar. It was good, but it wasn't stellar. I think uh, Rex Ryan's a little uh, uh, wrapped into the uh, to the idea of a 3 4 defense, but not every system can handle 3 4 defense. Yes, and I don't think Lee is capable. No. And I think he's a good player. I think he needs. If they're not going to change their defense, he needs to go somewhere else where he can thrive in that 4-3 system. And um, real quick here, this this one uh, deserves the... Uh, has been selected by the Denver Broncos. This is, this is something we got to talk about, and then we'll, we'll continue. We, we've got four of our, our fifth-year options getting ready to go. Tyler. So we had just we had just talked this the other day, talking yep. about the idea of Denver taking a quarterback. Yep. And uh, and you had mentioned that you thought there was a good chance they just ride with Flacco, and I, and I had said they're going to ride with Flacco, but Flacco's going to be a bridge quarterback. Yeah. They're going to take a quarterback, and Drew Locke's going to be that guy. Yeah. I think you're going to see a very – a very similar situation of what Flacco just went through in Baltimore. Uh, Flacco will start. Well, I, th- I think it's going to be a very similar situation, except Flacco will start the whole season. You think he'll make it through? Yeah, because um, yeah. Flacco would have if he didn't get hurt. Yeah. I stand by that. Um, I think Flacco, barring injury, plays 16 games and sets Drew Locke up to play first first snap of the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. Would be my thought. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think that 
Drew Locke is is um, he's a gunslinger. I like the way that Drew Locke plays football. He stands strong which, in the pocket, which in a way is genius because um, jo- Joe Flacco may not be a gunslinger, but he's a deep he's a deep ball type of guy. I, I think um, Drew is going to learn some things from from, from Joe. There, there's two gunslingers in this draft. It was it was Locke and it was Jones. That, that was the reality. Those were the two gunslingers in the draft. Um, and I, I think Locke is the better of the two. Um, for Daniel Jones' sake, I hope I've proven wrong, but you know, yeah. but it, realistically, I thought Locke was the better of the two. This is a good choice, and and it's going to be a good young guy, and he's got a good receiver in Cortland Sutton over there that I think he's going to have a good time getting the ball to once he gets. Uh, and Emmanuel's over there, isn't he? Yeah, and they right? just got Noah Fant. Yeah, and they have oh, Noah Fant yeah, over there, right. the young guy. Um, you know, so they're going to have, he's going to have plenty of weapons once he does wind up taking up over center. I think it's a good opportunity for him to learn behind Joe Flacco, but he's going, he's kind of going to a bad situation. And here's why. If Joe Flacco performs well in the next two seasons, you could very well see Drew Locke sitting as a backup for two seasons for two. Well, if not longer, if they do sign Flacco to a long-term extension, Flacco's got to be liking his his situation. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, honestly, he's been through it before. Yeah, this is an interesting move. Wow. This, it's going to be on on Joe, but I, I think Joe. I think Joe. I don't think Joe's surprised. No, I think he knows what's coming. He, he's, he's, 30, he's thirty-four years old. He said he he expected it to happen, and um, yeah, <laughs> wow. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say. Reach on that one. Greedy um, <laughs> Williams still on the board. Wow. Reach on that one. Um, okay, so um, we're going to continue on right here with our uh, our fifth-year option. And we're right back to it, Tyler. We're right back to it. Um, so, Josh, this one's more for you. Taylor Decker, offensive tackle. Uh, do you pick up his fifth-year option? With your Detroit football lineouts, uh, right now, no. no, no. Why? My problem with him is he's got trouble with injuries. Yeah, and I have seen him struggle a little bit. Uh, he's definitely not a front liner. No, he's pass blocker. So I mean, for, it's great. He's left tackle. He's he's a good pass blocker, but they're obviously trying to transition into a more front football team. I think they wait to do it, but I think ultimately you should do it. Um, I, I look at it, um, Taylor Decker is obviously not Whitney Nelson, and he's obviously too, but, but uh, I think Taylor Decker's still a, a, a good player on a, on a starting lineup of garbage. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I mean, I, I think you, you you do take him back. You, you make him prove it this year, but um, you, you let Taylor Decker walk, and you're, to me, you're like, it's worse. Yeah. It, see, you got to give him a chance to stay. He's gotta, you got you to build that line. you got you to change the, the line of the playoffs. Yeah, the the, the health is, is a big concern. That's the big factor. My, my thing about Taylor Decker is if he can stay healthy, he's going to be an awesome offensive tackle. He's, he's shown that he's one of the better offensive tackles in this league. Can we agree on that when he's healthy? Oh, yeah. When, yes. he, when he's healthy, I'm not saying I don't want him to stay. I'm yeah. saying that he has to prove it this year. Yeah, and he's going to have to prove it. Um, if he stays healthy, I think the Lions throw a, a fifth round option at him and say, you know, we want to keep you around. Um, <clears throat> next up, we got, uh, and this one's a hard one for me to pronounce Robert Nikimidishi. 
Dietrich. Kim Dietrich, is that how it's done? I, I've never been able to pronounce his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, defensive tackle for the Cardinals. Do you extend him a fifth-year option? I think you do. I, I do. Um, he's actually he can play defensive tackles. Um, I mean, I don't. I can't say he's done an amazing job, but he was drafted for a reason. And I mean, let's face it, he played for the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you do. You got to build some of the, the defense. And the whole team needs a uh, needs a lot of help. They recently brought in subs. Start somewhere. I think he's one of the better players in, in the league on that side of football. I think he's he's top notch. I think he's one of the better players that they do have. And I think he's, he's got keep, yeah. he keep him. Yeah, he just needs help. Yeah, I, I, I think you can keep him around. I, I think he's an absolute asset to them. They need to build that football team around some of these veteran players that they have. I think he sticks around. And I actually, I, I, I go a step further. Not only do you keep his fifth-year option, but you extend him about a five-year, six-year contract moving forward. That's what I, I, I'm looking at. Next up, you got. So before you do, before you do that, um, I, I didn't realize um, never traded up for Drew Lock too. Wow. So there must be a. I don't. I don't know what pick they had in flip. There must be a team in there that they were really worried to take him. Yeah. Someone had to. Um. Made two, Miami. Yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, two left. We got Josh Garnett, the guard from the 49ers. I am extending this deal all day, all day. Mm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, you. I mean. Um, when you're drafting, when you're drafting linemen, and you expect them to be something, if they're proven it, yeah, an option. But hopefully, you can get something long term doing well. And you got to hope that this kid wants to continue to play for you because you got to keep going. Right, 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 right. That's a big deal. And last but not least, Shaq Lawson, the defensive end for the Buffalo Bills. Do you extend his fifth year option? I think you do. Um, the Bills defense hasn't been well. Okay, I take it back. The Bills defense has been great for sacks. Yeah. Um, and, and and he's been a part of that. Um, so I think they, they have a good base there. They just need to kind of work on the other uh, other end of it, being the being the secondary and then work on the the entire offense. <laughs> but uh, I, I think he's one of the kind of golden. I wouldn't be against them um, taking the interruption and um, trying to if if you're if you're going to be in this rebuild mode, trade them. Yeah, get something for him if you're not going to take it. But I, I think they should take it and keep him and, and build, build a defense around him. Yeah, the uh, I, I'm going with, with the yes on this one. Um, I think there's a character issue there because he did hold off on the fact that he had a very similar injury as Rashawn Gary did that torn labrum um, in his shoulder. I think that's a big factor. Uh, he missed part of last season because of that. But at the same time. He's a very impactful player when he's on the field. I like Shaq Lawson. I'm extending that fifth-year option. And we, we do we have a title? Yeah, we can do it. We we have breaking news. I think it's a this is a, this is a healthy, good, safe pick. It took seven. It took seven. It's a healthy all the money we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Jenkins. He's a good, good. It's about player. time they start taking some some chances on some offensive line. They're they're taking they're going through the uh, the the Colts playbook here and protecting your goddamn quarterback for once. Yeah, yeah. Jenkins has been a solid, solid center. I like the pick. It's a great move. 
Uh, very versatile player, guy that can play all over the, the uh, interior offensive line. That's an excellent selection. I, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm pissed about it because it's the Packers, but I like it if I'm if I'm the Packers general management right now. So I hated this when you did it last year, and but I, I'm gonna be that guy and do it this year. So this year so last year we had one guy, but this year it's Greedy Williams is still on the board. Greedy Williams <laughs> is on the board. Yeah, Greedy when Detroit would take him. AJ Brown is on the board. Greedy Williams and AJ Brown are this year's Darius Geist. Yeah, last year Darius Geist was on the board. Damn it. I, why are these guys on the board? It makes no sense to me. But so, who did Lions take? They took a linebacker, middle linebacker, John Avili. Uh, yeah, out and, of Hawaii. Yeah, he is not a good player. I I had him going. This late, takes third, me back to Ernie fourth. Sims being drafted. In that the was first round. that was. <laughs> so so Shaq Lawson. Just to finish up, are we extending Shaq Lawson? Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you, gentlemen, for for that wonderful stuff. And uh, are you kidding me right now? No, I'm not kidding. Yay, good job, guys. We finished it. Um, <clears throat> all right, Tyler. Now, uh, um, I got to ask you guys. So we're, we're going to talk. There's a few draft stories that, that we, we uh, are looking at, and then we're going to finish out the show here. A couple draft stories. Draft stuff. Haskins says that the league messed up by letting him slide to the Redskins. Yeah, he said the league done messed up, man. <laughs> yeah, they done messed up. So did did the league done messed up? No, no. I mean, the only team that really messed up was was the Giants as far as quarterback. Right. Right, right, right. Yes, I think Haskins is better than Jones, but I don't. I think Haskins is worse than Luck. And I think one of the biggest stories right now is AJ Brown and Greedy Williams falling to the second round. As it stands right now, they still have not been selected. I mean. Uh, the Patriots just selected Joe Juan Williams. Wow! Instead of Greedy Williams, there's something's going on. Yeah, is there something we don't know? Yeah, there's got to be something we don't know. Um, and uh, so draft winners. Well, first of all, let's talk about this. Here's the Browns' first <clears throat> pick right now. So, oh boy, we're... they they could take him. Yeah. Uh, Montez Sweat also he slid <laughs> down. Uh, sorry, post. sorry, sorry to interrupt. I like this one. Uh, someone released this in tweet twenty minutes ago. Greedy Williams must have the Avengers ending or something. <laughs> <laughs> so um, drifting down draft boards was Montez Sweat. We we called it the sweaty slide, or at least I did, because it was just you know he he had that heart condition and he went all the way up to the the top ten and then dropped down to the twenties. Uh, the sweaty slide brings him all the way down to the Seattle Seahawks. He gets misdiagnosed. How bad does this look on the league at this point? that their doctors misdiagnosed a guy to the point where he lost out on millions of dollars going into the NFL draft first round. He's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder, that's yep. for sure. Yep, but uh, he should come in and dominate right away. Uh, how bad does this make the league's doctors look, and how bad does this make the league look that they misdiagnosed him at the combine, however? that's It's, it's going to be a story. I don't know if it's going to pick up that much It depends speed. on how he does. It's all going to come down to, you know, well, the, was it worth the drop? Yeah. Or? And and do the coaches start questioning whether or not these league doctors are quacks? If you're That's a coach, a if you're a coach, do you start questioning their their integrity at that point? I I mean, I guess you do. Um, so especially because of the, the situation, but it still we have to see him play down in the NFL first, <laughs> right? Now, uh, last but not least, our our last thing we're going to be doing winners and losers to close out the show. Uh, everybody gets one winner, one loser in this draft. I'll tell you, well, I'll do it. I'll do you one better. We'll do it two winners, one loser in this draft. 
Um, everybody gets to pick two winners, one loser. Josh, would you like to start the winners and losers of this draft, or would you like me to start? Um, I'll let you take it. You've, no. been, you've been letting us yap our gums okay. all day. So two winners, um, one loser. My two winners, and and my first winner of this draft, just because I'm a fanboy, um, I'm going with my Minnesota Vikings. I think they hit a home run on the first round of, of uh, the draft, Garrett Bradbury. I think that was a home run pick. That center, he's a fantastic, fantastic selection. Um, he just He's going to tear people up, and he's going to be the guy that revamps that, that Vikings offensive line. I loved, loved, loved this selection. Um, they, they get away with one there. Um, next up, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots. Um, yeah. I think, I think Nikhil Harry was, was a great selection. Um, they got away with one in the first round, late first round, last pick, and they wind up walking out of there with a solid receiver. I like that move, and I'm going to say that's my winner, my two winners. Now, my my loser, my big loser of the first round, um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with the New York Football Giants for getting Daniel Jones. I think that's Jones. everybody's loser. Yep, and getting, <laughs> getting uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, number six. I think Lawrence is just as bad because they didn't take the best tech, defensive tackle at the time either. Who? The, um, their their second pick, the one they the one they the one they got oh, for getting yeah. rid of uh, Odell Beckham. They took Dexter well, Lawrence, who's not the best defensive tackle. At the well, time. Yeah, they they moved up for Dexter Lawrence, which they didn't even need him. Or, well, they do need him, but they didn't they didn't have to move up to get him. There's better options. Yeah, there was nobody there because they moved up to get him, but there was nobody there that was going to take Dexter Lawrence well, at that particular was, time. Like, well, we made a mistake, so we need somebody really big to come in and fill those shoes like Snacks did. Yeah. Well, we're going <laughs> to take a chance like we did all day. They, they didn't need to take a chance on a guy like Dexter Lawrence. They needed to take a, a chance on the best defensive tackle mm. on the board at the time. They didn't. Uh, the Giants, they, they came out of this one uh, looking like donkeys. And uh, for that, the Giants, my friends... <laughs> <laughs> you, you get the dog right, um, to me, my winner. Um, two say, winners. Two winners. One of, one of my winners, I'd say, is Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, they did a great job of solidifying their offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's huge. That's really huge for the quarterback and receivers and the running backs. And um, and I think I think they did a great job of just making sure. Okay, let's take these two first round picks. Let's grab two. Straight, you're two good offensive linemen, and uh, let's go to work. Let's. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. I, I thought it was great. They solidified that old line, protect their investment in Matt Ryan. Um, I like that all around. Uh, Matt Ryan, he needed, he needs the protection, especially when they they choked up. What was it, thirty one million dollars to him last season? Mm-hmm. Some ridiculous number before last before last season. I mean, that's a big deal. So they they did a great job on that one. And uh, I guess I, I mean. I do like what uh, I do like what Denver did as well. Yeah, did a great job. They got it. They got the tight end they wanted. Uh, they also got. I mean, they also got a quarterback who's mm-hmm. gonna who's gonna learn underneath Flacco. And they traded down to yep. do it. They yep. got more for it, yep. which I, I liked a lot. And they also got an offensive lineman who mm-hmm. can help them. And I mean, they they've so far they've done good things. And uh, I mean, let, let's face it. I think I think we're our, all of our losers are pretty much the same. If we're picking one loser. It's it's the Giants. No, well, yeah. Let's pick, pick a different one. Yeah, right, pick a different well, one, Josh. No, we just said pick one loser, but every okay, the, the, the easy loser is is that. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, so you shouldn't let Scott go first. Yeah, yeah, first duh. <laughs> you know I'm going to take the low hanging fruit there. Yeah, um, and I know you don't want to say it, but I know you're thinking it. 
Come on, Detroit. Come on, you pancake-eating motherfucker. I don't like the pick. I'll say I don't. I didn't like their pick, but I'm not saying they're a loser. Uh, so who's the second worst loser? Second worst loser to me. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I'm okay. gonna go with the Ravens because when you go with the receiver pick, I don't think it was the right one. I agree. I, I wouldn't call them the second worst loser because they, they did target the position was that was one of the biggest needs. But I fully support that Mar- Marquise Brown was not the best receiver on the board. No, he I was I would have went A.J. Brown 100%. I mean, it's still early. It's the, we're still in the second round. And Brown's still hanging so, out on the board right now. Right. So, I mean, I'm not as of right now, what they did, they could have did better. Yeah. If they would have taken a, a position not receiver, I, I, I would uh, be um, fully willing to put them as, as a big loser. But because they went receiver, I, I, I'm upset they didn't take the right guy. But I'm not upset because they, they still targeted one of the best I'm happy guys in the position. Something that the, I mean, they tried something. Like yeah. I'm not going to say they the Browns like, just do bad. Let's I'm not say it was the best one available. They weren't just like let's just play this safe. Yeah, I mean they kind of did, but at the same time they got a guy that's it's fast. And I'm not saying because you're small you're not going to you're not going to flourish. But I mean, my biggest thing is he's he's very small. Yes, uh, he is, and it depends on how they plan to use him. Yep, yeah, that's a big one. I think I think you're good. You, I think you're the the way they're going to be the, the lack of receiving talent they have. I mean, you you got to have a speedy guy and sneed as well. Ask me this. But... Ask me this question when the draft is over. Mm-hmm. True. Yep. Because well, I mean, but I mean at, at this stage of the game though, yeah. I mean, right now we can we can kind of see some writing on the wall. Tyler, two winners, one loser. First winner I'm going to go with is the uh, Titans. Really? They um they took advantage of Jeffrey Simmons falling falling late due to the injury. Um, he's going to be a great talent. Um, whether he's ready. What's, what the problem for him is going to be is he's going to miss some time throughout training camp and stuff, but Simmons is supposed to go top five. He's, he's a top five talent. He's going to be injury or not. Right. Um, he's going he's gonna to be behind, so you might see um, his, his uh, production take time to really increase. But over time, um, he's going to be an absolute steal for them. Yeah. So I, I, I think that. That, was a, that, was a, that was a great time to take him. Second winner, um, despite my – I'm not thrilled that they took Haskins. I'm going to go Redskins here because – they did take a quarterback. They they targeted who they needed, and were the better quarterbacks. But I'm but the, the 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 real big one here I'm looking at is is the, the getting Montez Sweat so late. Yep. And and real quick, Tyler, I hate to interrupt you. Route and they didn't. Yeah. So. No, so, so. Oh, the AFC so screwed. Oh, yeah. So Greedy Williams has gone to Cleve. And uh Tyler, your one uh, you you were continuing you're talking about your winner of the draft here. Yeah. Was, I mean right now it's Cleveland. Holy crap. <laughs> that's their first pick. And they hit a home run. I mean realistically, every team right now, for the most part, has had one pick. This is their first pick, and they got to the second run, and they hit a home run. Yeah, they, they got a first they round a guy. First round pick. They got, got they got, got a guy that could have gone top five. <laughs> and oh, they that got back brilliant! Yeah. Cleveland hits a home run today. They have they are having the best off season out of any now? team. Yeah, I know. Appreciate Cleveland the is the winner. <laughs> Tyler, who's your second winner? I was I was already talking about the second winner being. Uh, Redskins and stuff, but I just want to go shoot myself now. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait! 
We got, we got more friends. Tyler committed suicide over the bank that we think was around. It's got three million for a second. Uh, anyhow. I'm Loser sorry. I'm gonna go with Packers. I, I feel like both their picks were just not great. Yeah, I 110% agree, agree with I you. Agree with I agree with you. I think Savage was a, a, a huge reach. I thought they reached on on basically everybody. They You reached on Savage. Uh, picking up Rashawn Gary, you took a huge risk on a guy that has a torn labrum. You're going to get one good season out of him, and then he's going to go to surgery. Um, Gary should have fallen a lot further than he, he did. He should have fallen past Sweat. Yeah, he should have fallen into second round territory with that injury and the fact that you're only going to get one season out of him. He should have fallen, fallen, fallen. I mean, you could have also waited till about the third round and got Chase Winovich. It, and, and that's a possibility. And it, but at the end of the day, Rashawn Gary falls. He should have fallen. <laughs> and Tyler's Tyler's dead. Oh, and he's dead again. Um, so, but realistically, Rashawn Gary, um, I, I thought I agree with you, Tyler. I thought Rashawn Gary was a big, uh, it was a, a big reach on him, and then I also think that Greedy Williams, you got a big reach on, uh, or I'm sorry, not on Greedy Williams on uh, Darnell Savage, you got a big reach on him. They moved up to get him, and they wasted draft picks. They moved up. Nobody was going to take Savage in the first no. round. Nobody was going to take him. It's crazy talk. So I agree with this with with your assessment, and um, with that, gentlemen. We uh we have a second round of the NFL draft to go and continue watching. Um, we just got done watching Cleveland take a great pick, Greedy Williams. We love it. Um, other than Tyler, uh, Josh and I like it. Go Tyler's Cleveland. laying on the floor right now. The, the the Browns are one of my my top three favorite teams of all time. They're they're one of my top three favorite teams. He's done. I've been a fan of the Vikings. I'm a big fan of the Chargers, and I'm a big fan of the Browns. And I really am happy that the Browns. Are, are making moves and, and becoming something special. I'm excited for the for the rest of the draft. I'm excited for the NFL this year. I'm excited for Madden. I'm excited for so for so much. Stuff. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes gets on the Madden cover. That's exciting like that. about it. Um, one more thing we got to touch base on, fellas. Thank God for sophomore slumps. <laughs> one more. Well, he could have one, and this is why what I was getting ready to talk about. I'm not talking about Mahomes. Talking about fucking Mayfield. No, no. I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> I hope so. I'm talking about Mahomes having a a uh, sophomore slump because yeah. Tyreek Hill. Right now is under investigation for child abuse. We did have that go on. Um, uh, audio emerged of Tyreek Hill's, you know, talking about, you know, breaking his graphic. kid's arm. It's pretty graphic stuff. Uh, Tyreek, Tyreek never, he doesn't admit it in the tape. He doesn't, he, he denies, 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 and vehemently denies that he broke his son's arm. His wife is claiming that he did. Then she, she says, well, why is he afraid of you? And he says, bitch, you should be afraid of me too. So the question therein becomes, Tyreek Hill, is his career over? I guess that's question number one. No, he's just going to get cut and get signed by the, by the uh, Browns, and then he's going to get suspended for five Tyler minutes, is just then. stressed out. <laughs> and as it stands right now, <laughs> Tyreek Hill has been banned from the practice facility at Kansas City. He's been banned from all of their OTAs. Right. From the Chiefs. Uh, from, I'll look on know. the bright side. Maybe he meant... You should be afraid of me in court. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking on the bright side. I'm yeah, I, I guess. I don't want to see a child get hurt. Holy yeah, no, uh, Tyreek Hill, he may never play a down of football ever again if this thing goes on yeah. the way it does. Um, so we could very well have that. Uh, so we will keep you updated on that moving into the next several shows. Uh, we're going to be back here in a couple weeks. 
We're going to be talking a little bit more about that as details emerge. We're going to be going in further depth of this draft as it stands right now. I've only gotten two selections correct. Good. It was a bad day. Well, you know what, Tyler? I'm glad the Browns got Greedy Williams. And uh, <laughs> and I hope he intercepts you ten times. He will. And I hope so. And uh, with that, I'm so sick and tired of hearing all about this Ravens stuff. And, oh, they're so good. I can't I've wait. I've never said that. I've been, I've been a big hater. Wait. I can't wait until the Ravens just get shot out of the sky. I hope they do so they get rid of Lamar. <laughs> I can't wait. I really hope they go 0-16 and they realize that Lamar's not the guy. And, and wow. Wow. That's a, that's a bit much. Yeah, that's, a, that's harsh. That's like me getting so mad over TJ Hawkins stuff. That, Hawkins. That, 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 that uh, I want the Lions to go 0-16 oh, again. Trust me, I've been there. You don't want stuff. that. TJ Hawkins stuff. My God. You know what's worse than going 0-16? Worse going 0 16? Being the one team that that, that when the Miami Dolphins went one in fifteen, their one win was the Ravens. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Kyle Bowler, baby. Yeah, that's a winner. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for listening to the Outside Blitz. Uh, for Tyler Dean, for Josh, the jaunty Josh Rigsby, and myself. Thank you so much for listening. For our sponsor, it's your time massage. Thank you so much for being a wonderful sponsor. You're tremendous. Amanda, Amanda is a wonderful massage therapist. Tyler needs a massage so he can relax because his team just lost the division, and uh, I'm super stoked about it. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for so much for listening. We'll see you next time right here on the Outside Blitz. Join us soon on the Outside Blitz, and be sure to follow on Facebook at facebook.com backslash the Outside Blitz, and feel free to email us questions at theoutsideblitz at gmail.com.